Hello, and welcome to the Peerless Etiquette Podcast, where we discuss all things etiquette to inspire and educate our listeners to be difference makers by strengthening the integrity of every social interaction. To learn more about Peerless Etiquette and what we can do for you or your company, visit us online at peerlessetiquette.com. This episode is all about help for the hostess. That's right, it's the holiday season and I'm sure that you will be hosting something or you might be invited and you may be traveling to someone's home. However, if you are a guest and you're traveling to someone's home, make sure that you are a gracious guest and you don't make it difficult on them because host and hostess have such a hard time as it is already trying to keep everyone happy and things running smoothly. But host and my hostess, I have three tips for you today, okay? First tip is... Cater, don't cook. Catering food for the holidays ensures everything comes out perfect and it allows you to accommodate the many diet restrictions others may have as well. So think about that. If you have a friend who's coming over who's a vegetarian or someone who's doing the keto diet, you can have things there to accommodate their diet and you can let the caterer know in advance so that they can have their special meals. Catering is easy and affordable because once you factor in the time it takes to create the shopping list, put away the shopping items, cook the food, clean up afterwards, and also factoring in anything going wrong during the cooking process, you realize that Catering the food is actually smart because I see so many hosts and hostess who they want to cook everything. And when they cook everything, what happens is they're tired by the time their guests arrive. Their guests are arriving to someone who has been working all day. They're not dressed how they want to be dressed. They aren't able to sit down and introduce people and do what hostess are supposed to do. So hostess, your job is to make sure that everyone feels comfortable. And you can't do that if you're tired because you've been working all morning. So I would say cater the food. All your job should be is setting it up nicely and putting some centerpieces on the table, setting your table how you wanted, and keeping the mood light and fun, okay? The next tip after we have the food situated is what will your guests be doing? Don't think that your guests just want to sit around and talk to each other. They might want to be active and do something. But before you allow them to be active and play games or partake in whatever you've planned, I was at someone's home the other day and I was presented with a phone check. That's right. A phone check. So, 
You know how you go to restaurants up north and they check your coat, right? This is a phone check. They take your phone from you at the beginning of the party. And I had so much more fun without looking at my phone and worrying about who's texting me or what's going on on social media or getting a thousand notifications. So the phone check is where guests leave their phones securely to focus on festivities. So this is very easy nowadays because everyone has an Apple Watch that will alert you anyway. So it's a little bit of a a cheat that you can uh, do with your watches. (laughs) But for those who don't have uh, the Apple products, I would say checking your phone and focusing on the people around you is not only good etiquette, but it also increases uh, how you feel in the moment and how you engage with people because you're not distracted. So I would say if you are a host out there listening, do a phone check take the phones away from your guests so that everything that you've planned, everyone is engaged in it, okay? Now, I'd say this as well for tip number three is you want to make sure that there's things for your guests to do. So plan an itinerary of things that will happen throughout the course of your guest arriving to get everyone excited and motivated to participate. Okay, so a long game table that accommodates, let's see, maybe four separate games, a raffle at the end as well that I'll talk about. But let's talk about that game table. Let's do games that are fun and quick and that others can contend and play in and doesn't take a long time. So if you're going to do a game like chess and my father's there who takes hours and hours and hours at the chess table. I would say put a chess table by itself so that those serious chess players can continue their war in peace away from the other game table, which may have Uno uh, cards and Connect Four and uh, Scramble or anything Jenga, you can have all of those games on one table. And I think that everyone will enjoy partaking in that game. Or you can do a group game like charades and you can do that as a group. Okay. Now let's talk about the raffle. I've done this at many holiday functions because I love to support uh, nonprofit groups that I am um I am working with throughout the year. And I also like to pick a charity from a box as well. So if all of my friends are coming over, I like them to drop in their favorite charities into the box, okay? So once they drop in the name of their favorite charities into the box and they take a raffle ticket, the raffle ticket can be $1, $5, no more than 10. And everyone gets a raffle ticket. And what happens is the raffle is you pick the charity out of the box that all the money that you collected will go to. And once the person who won the raffle, they can receive a gift. They can choose to receive a gift or they can choose to have the honor of giving the funds to the charity. And everyone always chooses the latter. Uh, So I think that that's a great way to give back 
during the holiday season is do a raffle and have that raffle, have everyone contribute to the charity that they want uh, the money to go to. And at the end of the day, when the person uh, it has won, they are the ones to present the funds to the charity. So I think that you should add that to your holiday festivities this year. The last and final tip is the playlist. Every guest should contribute to the playlist. Call them up, text them, ask them what their favorite songs are. It can be two songs. It could be their favorite song. It could be their favorite holiday song. But everyone at your event should be a part of the playlist um, during your events because it just feels good when your favorite song comes on. Everyone feels better when they hear their favorite song. They can't stop dancing and moving when their song comes on. You might want to create two playlists though. One for when your guest is up and about and another one for dinner time when everyone's sitting down. You don't want anything coming on like hard rock or hip hop right when (laughs) the food is served. So I would say to make sure that you plan your, your playlist in advance so that everything is on autopilot for you and people are surprised to hear their song come on and most people don't know that you're even making a playlist you just call them up and ask them what their favorite songs are and they share it with you and then when they hear it they're like oh that's why you called me to get my favorite song so those are three tips okay let's go over them one more time is cater don't stress yourself out Number two is phone check your guests as well as make sure that your guests have something to do once you phone check them. And then number three is make sure that your guests are a part of of your, um, your playlist. And this can make for a very enjoyable evening or afternoon or whenever you celebrate uh, together. This has been Zakia with Peerless Etiquette and a happy, happy holidays to everyone who's listening. And I hope you have a very safe and prosperous new year. Bye for now.